It is the Chicago vs. United audio podcast, your Chicago scene salvation. My name is Haima Black. I host this podcast every week at ChicagoVersUnited.com, featuring interviews with the premier talent in the Chicago music community. This week, I'm talking with Noto of Loyal Divide about his band performing at this weekend's North Coast Music Fest, as well as the North Coast After Party this Friday, September 3rd at Bottom Lounge. But first, I've got Nigel Dennis on the line. His band, Alul, opens Friday night's Bottom Lounge show. Nigel, how's it going? Good. Man. How has summer been for you and the band? It's been busy. We um, we just had our video premiere on Pitchfork uh, a couple weeks ago. We've been working on that for most of the summer, and uh, we just wrapped the record. Um, the record is done and mixed, ready to be mastered. Wow. So it's been a busy summer, yeah. Pretty exciting. Yeah. I want to touch on some of those things that you just mentioned as we get into the interview, but kind of happening pretty immediately. You guys playing a show this coming Friday night. It's a North Coast after party. How did you get on that bill? They just asked us. Um, I don't know if it was... Uh, uh, the, the promoter of the show asked us if we'd like to get on the bill, and um, we just said yes. And you know, we, we think North Coast is a is a cool festival they have going, so we're honored to play the after party. I, I think it's a great festival. I mean, I think that the lineup kind of outshines Lollapalooza this year, honestly. Yeah. When I was looking at it. Yeah, they got some pretty big. I mean, Chemical Brothers is, is a pretty big name to have on there. It's pretty big. So the video, Weapons for War, the video did premiere on Pitchfork. Did they reach out to you guys? Did you submit it to them or? Um, uh, us and our management, we we wanted to premiere it, you know, on a on a large scale like that. So we had pitched the idea to Pitchfork and uh, Stereo Gum at the same time, and um, Pitchfork said they would do it. Um, and it was we had that going, so we were like, okay, do we want to go ahead and do it with them right now, or do we want to kind of use the video as leverage for a label, you know, see if the label would be interested in releasing it, you know, as part of the signing, mm-hmm. um, all that kind of stuff. So you know, we were gonna wait, and then a week later, Pitchfork was hounding our management to premiere it. They really wanted to premiere it. That's pretty incredible. They they said it was weird that a thing like Pitchfork would follow up like that. They were following up pretty heavily. And so we were like, you know what? Might as well just do it. Absolutely. I mean, it can't hurt. You know, it's like if if they're coming after you, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was was kind of the big thing. Like, we knew they wanted to premiere it, but, you know, it was just an issue of waiting. And then when they expressed such an interest in doing it, like, immediately, we were like, you know, let's just do it. That's been pretty awesome. Uh, What's the response been, like, from people who have seen it? It's, It's been good. I mean, I think people, like... You know, at least in our, our friend circle, um, are kind of shocked that we were able to pull it off. Um, and we did all the acting and all the, the the costume design and everything, so we're pretty proud of it. But no, people have people have responded pretty uh, pretty uh, pretty well to the video. So. You know, that's one of the things I wanted to ask you because, you know, I've watched the clip and it's, it's really pretty wild. And I wanted to ask how the concept came together mm-hmm. and who was in the costumes, if that was you guys in those weird creatures. Yeah, that costumes. was actually that was actually me in the red costume, the monkey with the horns. That was me. So and unsettling. Then, yeah, yeah. And then Ashwin, <laughs> uh, one of our drummers, was um, the bird. And we shot both, you know, we shot in two days. We did the whole thing in two days. And um, it was, there were 100 degree days each day. So oh my God. It, was, it was pretty miserable under those things. But no, the concept was originally uh, Todd's idea. He had the, this idea to have these two creatures that were on a smaller scale. You know, he wanted to do something that was like, you know, dog size. Uh, but we just didn't know how we'd be able to pull that off. So we kind of compromised and came up with these idea, this idea of these animals that weren't really ent- 
entirely what they were supposed to be. Um, you know, the monkey with the horns and the bird just in a human body or like yeah. a human-like body. So we kind of wanted to create these hybrid monsters and uh, <laughs> show 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 this like the video. You, you basically get taken through. There's two sides of it. Well, there's three sides. There's a reality um, of the two creatures in the field ready to fight each other, and then it cuts to a second scene, which is almost like uh, it, the, the monkey or the, the creature in the red. It's almost like it's his desire or his dream, which is to kill the bird, and just it's very violent. And then you cut back to reality, and then you cut into the bird's dreams and desires, and you see a very like loving, compassionate, sweet, like tenderness, um, which is complete opposite from what the, the monkey's feeling. And then you cut back to reality, and you see them. The video ends with them lunging at each other about the fight. So you kind of get a glimpse of you know what each of the creatures is feeling you know what each of them desires and all that and then you know you get into the reality of it so that was the concept we basically just wanted to show these three you know juxtaposed ideas it is it's honestly really really pretty ambitious and pretty wild i mean when i watched it i was startled i was like wow thank you when we uh we first started developing it we were like i don't know if we can pull this off like i I don't know if we can do this and um you know it's a lot easier to pull something off with no budget and very little time when you're the ones acting it out i think so yeah we're we're already developing a concept for another video uh right now and we'll see where that goes the next few months (laughs) you know uh it's funny you brought up how it was like 100 degrees and you're in those costumes yeah i don't know if you're familiar with boom boom room it's like a monday night party at green yeah you know i i'm a graphic designer i used to do um flyers for them like six years like i used to do all their flyers dude that's so funny because i'm sure i passed those out i i helped those guys promote joe you know joey and armand yeah i used to talk to armand all the time that's so funny you know and i was always on the pride parade with them because they would always have these super elaborate boom boom room or music 101 floats and every year somehow i would get roped into no matter what other costumes people were wearing i would always get roped into wearing a huge like animal head costume or you know I would be Ernie and my girlfriend would be Bert and it would be Ernie and Bert getting married but every year no matter what concept it was I'm always in one of these huge heads and it's 100 degrees at the gay pride parade and I know what it's like to be in those for three or four hours and you're just sweating your head off oh it's miserable it is and and the (laughs) the thing about our costumes is we covered them with real mud um the day before we shot we we lit them on fire and actually drug them through real mud so the masks were covered in mud uh we made the masks and they're all covered in mud so you know you mix sweat and dirt together you're just covered in mud your whole body is just covered dude that is intense yeah we would only be able to do like i think the longest take we did was a minute straight of just you know us sitting there standing there and that's about all we could take we'd have to take our masks off and get a breather that's insane i mean kudos for you to you know (laughs) (laughs) for pulling it off well the shooting in the water was pretty scary too oh my god i can't even imagine we we at one point we had to duck down and go under the water and uh with the mask on my mask just filled up with water and didn't empty out when i came up so it was just it was the worst wow um <laughs> you have a few releases up for free download at your site alol.com yeah. including the weapons for war slash spread it all around single uh how has yeah. the reception been with you know people getting these tracks for free and being able to digest them and listen to them oh it's been great you know we, we've tried to put it on every possible market we can um i think you can get it on amazon um as you know their mp3 service and you can get it on itunes which people still buy even though you can get it for free on our site um but it's been it's been really well we've uh, we've had a lot of traffic a lot of a lot of nights where our site gets shut down from too much traffic so you know it's it's been good the reception of it's been really good i'm, I'm really anxious for people to hear the record you know if the site's getting shut down from too much traffic that is not a bad problem no to no have. That's, a, that's that's a good problem 
album. Do you anticipate kind of releasing any more singles or EP type releases online in the future, or is the album kind of the next immediate release that people are going to get from Alal? That probably will be. We may do, um, depending on what label puts it out, we may do um, sort of like a single EP, uh, maybe the next single off the record, plus a few B-sides. But, um, you know, the record has been what we've been concentrating on, and it's 10 songs, including Spread It All Around and Weapons for War, and uh, we're really excited about it. There's a song on there we play live now called Mammals, and that may be the next single. It's, it's kind of a mix of the two songs, Spread It All Around and Weapons for War. That may be the next video we do also. Now, do you guys have, like, even a tentative release date in your head, or, you know, is it just kind of when it's well, the right time? That all, that all depends. It depends on how we release it. Um, you know, there's there's a label in Europe that's interested in releasing it. So we're kind of playing it by ear and seeing where we want to take it. Um, but right now, as soon as possible, is really, really what we want. Is there it's, a it's, uh, title? It's been a while since we released Weapons for War. So we'd like to get it out there. The record is called Confetti. Confetti, that's right. That's yeah. right. I didn't know that. You've yeah, released that calling, online. So Yeah, we're calling it Confetti. I think that's a great title. What what else is coming up for a lull before the end of 2010? You got the record on deck, maybe another single video. Is there any other surprises before the end of the year? Um, no, we, we may be playing CMJ. Um, oh, that'd be very in, cool. In October, which we're excited about. And other than that, I mean, hopefully we're, we're getting ready to sign with some booking, I think, and, you know, hopefully get on some larger profile tours supporting, you know, larger bands. So that's really our goal. I mean, just to keep playing and get on some legitimate tours here. Well, that's um, awesome, man. I mean, we've, we've been touring pretty hard for the last two, normally year and a half. It gets pretty grueling after a while. So we're kind, of hoping, we're kind of hoping that someone can help us organize it a little bit. Well, I mean, you guys are working really hard, you know, releasing the, the music online for free and playing a lot of shows. I think those are absolutely the right moves at, you yeah. know, for reaching people. So thank you. Well, Nigel Dennis, a lull playing this Friday, Bottom Lounge, um, opening for the Loyal Divide, after party from North Coast Fest, and I'm sure playing some other shows this fall as well. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, we've got some stuff lined up we're excited about. Well, cool, man. And what's the best site for everyone to keep track of what you've got going on? Um, just alull.com, um, A-L-U-L-L.com. Easy um, enough. We, yeah, we keep it pretty updated, and you know, we're on Facebook and MySpace, but direct information is easy on our website. Well, awesome, man. Uh, Nigel Dennis, a lull, thanks so much for checking in man yeah thank you thanks to nigel dennis from alal for checking in with the show next up on the line i've got noto from loyal divide noto how's it going it's going really well thank you how has summer been for you and the band it's been a, it's been a lot of work we've been hard at work uh trying to finish up this uh first lp bodice ripper um mm-hmm. you know we, we've created two eps but, you know, it's just been a lot of work to get our first uh, LP out after uh, four or five years. I know you said you've been pretty busy. And honestly, like throughout the summer, it seems like Loyal Divide has been gaining a lot of steam in Chicago. I mean, I'm seeing your name on a lot of bills, you know, whether it's like a nightclub like Evil Olive or a loft party or, you know, a regular concert venue. Like, what do you attribute that to? Um, I, I guess we're just uh, we're trying to do it. We're doing it all DIY right now. Um, you know, in order to release our album, we want to, you know, work closely knit with the publicist. But. But, I mean, we're doing everything every band should be doing, uh, playing a lot of shows, you know, giving away free music to try and get press. I mean, a lot of nice blogs locally and, uh, you know, around the United States are writing about us. And, uh, you know, that, that picks up around the nation, and, you know, and people start listening to the music more and more. You know, I think that one of the most important things is giving the music away online for free because, I mean, even kind of working in a radio station, we get free music. But when I go and look for local bands, 
you know, and they have free tracks up. It's just so much more immediate. And I would imagine anybody who's, you know, looking to discover new music that when they see your tracks up online, like, are you getting a really strong response from that? Yeah, I mean, definitely. We're, we're actually using uh, Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to you can go to loyaldivide.bandcamp.com, and we're actually giving away our two previous EPs as well as a couple singles um, on that site. And it's it's a really cool site. Um, but I, I think you're completely right. I think the you know the value of, of music now that the internet is so powerful and technology has advanced so much that value of music has really gone down. No one's going to go online and buy a, a you know a CD for fifteen dollars. It's, it's just the value has gone down, you know, so it's, I mean, free, free is the best number, I think. It seems like the only kind of releases that can really sell are huge kind of special editions to a very niche audience. Like if Nine Inch Nails put out a record for free, they'll probably have four other versions of it in increasing monetary increments. And maybe 400 fans across the country will buy the $150 version that's deluxe. But, you, you, know, you know, 95% are going to buy the, the or just download the free one. You are you're exactly correct. That's exactly how we're thinking, like in the whole economics of, of, you know, trying to make money while doing music as well. The big news happening with you guys, Loyal Divide, you guys are playing the inaugural edition of the North Coast Music Festival this coming weekend. Like, when do you guys perform? So I was looking on the site and I didn't see it. Like, what day are you playing and what time? We're actually playing on uh, Sunday at the festival on the Groupon stage. Um, okay. We go on at 145. We're actually the first group on that stage. However, there are a couple groups on other stages before us. So 145 Groupon stage. And the Groupon stage, that's different from the local stage. Like, I know you guys are a Chicago band, but there's a lot of Chicago talent playing on kind of what it looks like the local bill. But you guys are on one of the one of the main stages, right? I, I believe so, actually. That's pretty awesome. Like <laughs> we're, we're pretty we're pretty excited, actually. Uh, how excited. did that come together? You guys getting brought into that bill because it's a very eclectic lineup playing at North Coast, and it seems like a really good fit for Loyal Divide. You know, I I, I think you're right on that. Um, I think a couple things go into go into play there. Um, you know, we've we've worked with a, a couple of promoters who are are part of the board at North Coast Music Festival, and they they really enjoy our music and and thought we were a good niche, sort of in between. Between, you know, the, the electronica going on there with Chemical Brothers and Moby, but also yeah. right in between that and, and then, you know, the hip-hop crowd of, of Lupe and De La Soul and, of course, Nas. Um, you know, I think we provide a good balance between electronic music and uh, drum and bass. Well, and you guys, you've got the beats and you've kind of got some samples going on, but it's definitely not strictly a, you're not a sample-based live experience. Like, I've seen you guys a couple times and, uh, you know, there's there's live instrumentation going on, too. We try really hard. I mean, on the album, you'll, you'll when you hear Bodice Ripper, when we release it, I mean, you'll hear that it's really, you know, a bedroom type of headphone album. But, you know, when you translate all of that to live, uh, we concentrate really hard not to be too sample-based, um, especially when we incorporate a live drummer. I think that really uh, gets, you know, the audience more interested in, in the music and an overall performance. I, I think so, too. And, you know, those are my favorite kind of records is the, the headphone records that where you put it on and it's a complete listening experience. Um, the Felix Culpa, another band from Chicago, you guys actually opened for them at the CD release, right? Yeah, I think that was at Metro. Yeah, that yeah. was a lot of fun. I, that record that they put out this year, um, Sever Your Roots, is a perfect example of that, where it's really meant to be taken in as one long listening experience. Is that what you guys are kind of setting up? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, I, w- I would compare it, I guess, if you needed to compare it to anything. It's, it's sort of like, uh, you know, the Blade Runner soundtrack by Vangelis. We tried to make a really concise album that you can, uh, you know, go through each individual song. And yeah, if they sound a little different, that might be because we were listening to something different at the time while creating the song. But it's very concise, and it's, it's definitely 
you're right, sitting down and listening to the whole album. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing it. And, you know, I've, I've seen you guys perform a few times, both here in Chicago and even at South by Southwest. You know, one of the things that your band does is you wear these really creepy all-black sweatsuits with, like, these creepy emoticon <laughs> masks. Will you be doing that? Like, are you going to be all decked out at the festival? I, you know what? We haven't decided that yet. Uh, we were doing that for a little while because of this uh, film company, BB Gun, helped us make a video for one of our songs, Vision Vision. Um, and they came up with the idea of, you know, black suits and white gaff tape to create these 2D stick figures. And uh, I, I don't know if we've decided to do that yet, so that may be a surprise. It's just such a creepy look, and that is such a creepy, <laughs> creepy video. Like, I mean, and it seems like the band really gravitates towards almost kind of a creepy vibe sometimes. Like, your manager sent me one of the tracks that's not available for download yet. It's uh, from the album, and I think it's called Perv Fury. Yes, that is correct. It's like, that's a disturbing title. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I would, I, de- I definitely say our music has an overall dark overtone, um, but it's also we would definitely agree that it's you know accessible and definitely catchy at the same time. It, it very much is. It, you don't really kind of notice how dark it is until you really start listening, and then you see something like the Vision the Vision video, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. you're like, oh my, what is wrong with these dudes? <laughs> Now, you guys are also playing an after party that weekend. Yeah, um, we're going to be playing with Flavor Savers and Alal. And, uh, yeah, Friday night, Bottom Lounge, hopefully, you know, it'll be a good practice for us for Sunday. So we're pretty excited. I think that's a great bill. And you guys have shared a stage with Alal before, right? Yes, yes, we have, yeah. I actually saw you guys perform at South By with them at, um, I think it was called the Tap Room, right? Yeah, that was uh, it was during the day put on by Chicago.com, uh, their music department. I mean, that was a great bill. I mean, and I'm looking forward to the this sh- uh, the show Friday night because that's another band that I think kind of, they don't sound like you, but it's a similar thing going on where they've really got their own vibe going on and it's a very unique sound. There's, you know, mm-hmm. it's not compromised. So I think you and them on the same bill makes a ton of sense. Definitely. Bodice Ripper, what can you tell us about that? Like, is there a release date yet? How long have you been working on it? Kind of what's going on there? Well, I mean, we've been uh, working on it for quite some time. There's actually a couple songs from our previous EP, uh, Labrador, on it. We definitely remixed those into the, the whole uh, cohesive album. But uh, as far as the release date, um, we, like I said before, we really wanted to work with a, a publicist to help us release this. We want to, you know, do this properly. And, you know, we've been working so hard and we just want to do the right things and make sure we don't uh, make any mistakes when we, you know, release our first LP. Um, as far as one specific date, you know, we're not quite sure, you know, sometime in the fall, maybe winter, but uh, we're definitely looking to do another video with BB Gun as well as maybe collaborating with some other artists and uh, possibly doing some remixes in the fall. I think that sounds like a great plan, and it is really important to not just jump at the first opportunity, but to make sure that when you do release the album, it lands correctly and the timing is just right and you've got everything set up. So I think that makes all the sense in the world. Thank you. Thank you. What else is lined up for Loyal Divide before the end of 2010? Obviously, there's the record coming at some point, but what are some of the other plans? There's a record. I mean, we're just trying to, uh, we just got back from a, uh, a weekend warrior kind of tour this past weekend. Uh, all of us are pretty sleep deprived right now. Um, <laughs> but we, but we, so I apologize in advance if uh, I'm not making any sense. No, but, man, you're all clear. Uh, okay. But in September, October, November, you know, we're just trying to travel as much as we can and, and play all these new album songs live, you know, and adapting them in a way to, you know, really get our live show as good as we want it, you know. And um, I mean, we're trying to play outside of Chicago as well as a couple of really, really big shows here and there in Chicago. I think we have lined up again, um, like last year, we're going to play at the Congress Theater with Chromio um, on Halloween. Nice. 
Oh so wow, you're part of that bill? Yeah, so that's gonna be that's gonna be a lot of fun. That'll be huge. And you know, in Congress, I'm sure you know Lucas King, you know. Oh of course. Yeah, the, King Tello is, is they are great promoters. They've been putting together unreal bills in the city and really connecting the huge electronic, you know, blog scene that's going on nationally and internationally to mm-hmm. the Chicago artists who kind of fit that, you know, you look at like Midnight Conspiracy and Gemini yeah. Club and all this artists they bring in. So that is fantastic. I'm glad you guys are gonna be on that bill. Yes, yeah, so we're you know, we're just trying to like I said before, do the DIY thing for now until we can pick up a professional to help us and guide us in the right direction for the future. Well, you know, I think you guys are doing an incredible job on your own, and I'm not just saying that. Like, you guys are one of the bands that I have been really impressed with, not only the music, but the work ethic that you have. So, all the best in the world, and I think it's fantastic that you're going to be on the North Coast Music Festival performing this Sunday. Yeah, we're excited. Well, awesome. Uh, Noto from Loyal Divide, thanks so much for checking in with us, and we look forward to seeing you Friday night at Bottom Lounge and Sunday at North Coast Music Festival. All right, thank you so much for talking. This has been the Chicago vs. United audio podcast, your Chicago scene salvation. Thanks to Nigel from Alul and Noto from Loyal Divide for calling into the show tonight. Catch both bands this Friday night, September 3rd at Bottom Lounge. You can download all past episodes of this podcast at chicagoverseunited.com including interviews with Gemini Club, Apteca, Sons, Dirty Diamonds, and many, many more. And be sure to find us at Facebook.com slash Dynasty Podcasts, Twitter.com slash Dynasty Podcasts, and DynastyPodcast.tumblr.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Jaime Black, Dynasty Descend.